apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Line play action as Jones fires downfield. Slayton makes the catch. Hands it off to Barkley. Saquon Barkley, touchdown Giants. Heineke again under pressure. He was hit as he got rid of it. Question is, was the arm moving forward? Roll the fumble. Oh, Giants the fumble. recover. The fake to Barkley. Jones throws. End zone. Touchdown. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men. I'm Big Jace, Ronan Solo again this week. But uh, let's dive right into it. We got a lot to talk about. Giants, Commanders, the tie for 20. Uh, the big uh, real tie. We'll work backwards here. Uh, my main big talking point with this, Dable playing for a tie. Uh, I was not liking uh, so- some of the decision-making by Dable. Um, obviously, punting it, playing for the tie there, especially when you're at like the 50-yard line, like you're at four-down territory. Go for it on fourth. Go for the win. Uh, Playing for a tie. Like you're not Joe Judge. You're not Pat Shermer. You're not Ben McAdoo. A tie this late in the season won't save your your job. If that if that were Joe Judge and he had a tie, he might have saved his job. You aren't Joe Judge. We expect more from you, Dable. And also at, at home, road game, like – what I've noticed, the Giants, especially the past couple weeks, look at the Lions game. Now look at this game. They typical look ahead games. You obviously had the big Thanksgiving clash, looking ahead with the Lions, uh, looking ahead towards the Cowboys. Now you have this. You're lucky you got away with the tie, but uh, come on, you, you just got to be better than that. Daniel Jones played great, phenomenal, uh, really, really accurate. He was so good and I, I but I, I'm still going to critique him uh, a little bit here uh, m- most of my criticism is going towards Dable because that playing for a tie was not, he, he's on the the bad list for me right now but da- uh, Daniel Jones playing great very accurate very getting getting the ball to where he needed to be 
But in that, before the end of regulation drive, before taking the knee at the end of regulation, that last drive when you had an ability to do something, forcing it to Darius Slayton is not good enough. And that that also goes on table. I think you have to be able to, to it, it was before the two-minute warning. You had a little bit of time there. You could have ran the football, and especially the drive, especially the drive prior to that, during the passing drives, the, like when the commanders were thinking you were going to throw the ball down the field, you're having success with the run game. Saquon Barkley needs more carries. Uh, only, what was it, 11? Not good enough. Or 18? Not good enough. The Giants are 2-4-1 and one when Saquon is 2 yeah, two, four, and one now. With say when Saquon gets twenty or fewer carries, that's not good. He's a workhorse. You need to be working him, and that sets up Daniel Jones. You you don't have the pressure for Daniel Jones to make a play down the field like those two Darius, uh, uh Darius Slayton targets at in the fourth quarter. Set up the run. Set up the play action. Get Daniel Jones. Get the offense running a little bit more before you start having Daniel Jones take some shots. And lastly, let's look at the defense. Obviously, we know the secondary is a problem. Uh, I mean, uh, you had Curtis Samuel have like a, a revive game. The, the That game, that was hard to watch. Yeah, Terry McLaurin was playing phenomenal. A bunch of missed tackles here and there in the secondary. But the D-line's good enough, and the D-line's good enough to – cover up some of those uh, glaring weaknesses and uh, help fix some of those problems. But, I, I mean, the interior guys, Leonard Williams and uh, Dexter Lawrence, they're playing great. They're stopping the run. They're containing the inside. But with that being said, I, I said it last week with Kayvon Thibodeau. Aziz Ojolari came in, had a big play. You saw the, the forced fumble. But you need to be a game wrecker, I think. I, for the, the Giants to be an actual contender, one of those guys needs to evolve and impact the game more. So, Kayvon Thibodeau's only sack was because he wasn't getting blocked at all. They're getting pressure, but I, I don't know. They need to get there quicker. They need to uh, – something needs to happen. They, they should, they're getting the pressure, but it, it seems like every quarterback, Taylor Heineke, I mean, l- last week uh, with the Cowboys, Dak was getting it out quick, but like – how can Taylor Heineke do the same thing? I understand four sacks, that that's good this game, but the pressure, like, that's how this defense is going to win and be dominant. If you can just get constant pressure on the quarterback, make him inf- uh, influence him, make him make some bad plays. But one of those two, Aziz Ojolari or Kayvon Thibodeau, needs to be a game wrecker for that to happen. Needs to be on the level of Micah Parsons, TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, that type of that type of player, and I think they have it in them. It, I, I want to see it sooner rather than later, but I think one of them can develop into that, if not both. And you know, uh, f- from the Giants' playoff runs, what happens when you have two elite pass rushers on that on that defense? So I I need to see a little bit more of them. I need to see them be more active impacting the game a little bit more. Like I said last week, right now they're really good at being okay. They're really they're good players. I need them to be great. Take that next step. Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau, I'm calling you out. All right, enough about the tie. Um, let's. This is going to be a big, big game. I, I love it. This is a textbook battle in the trenches game. Giants versus uh, the, the 11-1. 
Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, Eagles coming off a big game against Tennessee. A.J. Brown got the Tennessee GM fired. A.J. Brown's playing great. Jalen Hurts, obviously, MVP. But the big question is, how do the Giants beat the Eagles? How do they give them that second loss? And like I said, off the top of this, this is a battle in the trenches game. Giants D-line against a great Eagles O-line. And same thing on the other end. Can the Giants O-line contain the Eagles D-line? It's going to be me as a former lineman, me who loves the battle in the trenches, me who loves watching O-line and D-line go at it. This is going to be a very, very fun game to watch. But my keys to victory for the Giants, starting off, get pressure on Jalen Hurts, like what I was talking about with Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau. Get to him and get to him early. You need to get to him quick because you don't want him to be able to make those plays with his legs. Extend the plays. Get out. Just wait for the ticking Tom bomb that is A.J. Brown to eventually get open. You need to get to him quick, and also he can obviously take off uh, running. And w- with that being said, you also have to stop the run game because uh, obviously that's going to be rough. And I, you have the tools, the big guys on the O-line, I mean on the D-line, but Jason Kelsey, all, all these great – the Eagles have one of the best O-lines, and they've had one of the best O-lines for a long, long time now. But this Giants D-line is one that should be able to compete with them and should be able to make them falter. So I'm excited to see that. That defense is, like I just said when I was recapping the the Commanders game with Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau, the Giants defense starts at the D-line. Once that gets going, once you can get pressure pressure on Jalen Hurts, make him make some bad throws, maybe that's secondary even though it is banged up and it isn't great. Maybe they can make some plays off of that. And then, obviously, uh, with that being said, secondary, next bullet point, how do the Giants beat the Eagles? Slow down, A.J. Brown. You're not going to be able to stop him. Uh, it, it sucks to say, as a Giants fan, no one in that secondary is on the level of A.J. Brown, can can, can get to A.J. Brown. So, Wink, and, uh, uh, Wink Martindale is going to have to – draw some stuff up, get some stuff going in the secondary, and, and draw some stuff up with the blitzes, like I mentioned earlier, get pressure on Jalen Hurts. But it's going to be tough. You're going to have to slow him down. He, he, but you cannot stop him. You can't stop AJ Brown. He's just a beast. Now, next, looking at the offensive side of the ball, it's, this game's all about the O-line. Daniel Jones had a great game. Uh Last week, even though they they tied, he's the guy. Things are looking good for Daniel Jones right now. You need to establish. <laughs> sorry about that. You need to establish the run, and uh, set, to set up the play action. You don't force the get. Don't put the game on Daniel Jones's shoulders from the get go. Alleviate that pressure. And with that being said, you're going to have to establish the run. So it's going to be on the O line. Evan Neal, uh, Andrew Thomas. Those bookends are going to have to get it going. Uh, and the interior is rough, but it, and that's where the Eagles' D-line really shines is that interior. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, uh, Beast, and then you obviously have Robert Quinn on the outside. Like This, this is a tough, tough team to go against. Uh, so it, it's going to be hard, but I, I think the Giants are game. I think they can do it. It's all going to be on that D and O line. And uh, give Daniel Jones enough time to make some plays. Give Saquon Barkley the holes to 
to make some plays on his feet as well. And, and the Giants offense can get it going. With that being said, also the defense is going to have to slow down Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown. You're going to have to slow him down. Obviously, that run game as well. It's going to be a fun game. The Giants are going to come to play. The Giants play teams close always. Uh, I, there have been a couple uh, letdowns, especially uh, the, the Lions one was a big one, and then obviously the the Seattle game. But I, I think the Giants will. This is a at MetLife at home. The Giants keep it competitive in division rivalry game. I think it's going to be close. And if the Giants can keep it close, they have a chance to win uh, in the fourth quarter. As we've seen in the past, Daniel Jones has shown he can do that. So the Giants have a chance to win this game. Will they? Uh, I want to be putting money on it, but I'm going to root for it. I'm going to pick the Giants, get it done. Uh, But you're going to have to be able to score. You're going to have to keep up with the offense of the Eagles because they're going to be able to score, and the Giants are going to have to be able to score too and not just field goals. But uh, all right, that's going to do it for John about the G-Men this week. Uh, Make sure you – like uh, like us on Facebook, John About the G-Men. Make sure you like, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube as well, John About the G-Men. And also, we are on any podcast platform, uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you can find John About the G-Men. So make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast platform as well. Make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for a bunch of uh, for uh, more information about this podcast and a bunch of other great podcasts too. I'm Big Jace, and I'll see you next week for more John about the G-Men. Take care, everyone. Line play action as Jones fires downfield. Slayton makes the catch. Hands it off to Barkley. Saquon Barkley, touchdown Giants. Heineke again under pressure. He was hit as he got rid of it. Question is, was the are moving forward. Roll the fumble. Oh, Giants the fumble. recover. The fake to Barkley. Jones throws. End zone. Touchdown. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Showing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.